Hey guys, welcome back to season three of A Catholic's Perspective, the podcast all about being a young Catholic surviving in a secular world. Today, I have my producer Todd with me on. Hey, Todd. Hey, Amber. Welcome back. Thank you. An exciting time. This is the first episode of season three. I'm very excited to be back. Lots of great stuff happening on the podcast um, to come. And today's basically just a welcome back episode. We're going to talk about what I missed while I was on my break from my podcast. Lots of great stuff. Well, I think you're a little rusty because we're already on take two of the intro. (laughs) I literally, you guys, it was a moment. I just, I couldn't even get the first word out, which was like, hey guys. And I choked. Literally choked. I choked. On her own spit. I had to go get water. (laughs) Uh, so well, this is how we're kicking off this new season. <laughs> I'm just going to be, this is just going to be the theme for every episode. I'm just going to choke before, beforehand. I'm going to put out a blooper reel. Of me choking? Yes. Of that would get so many hits on YouTube. All your, all your seasons. <laughs> I have so many where I'm just like, hey guys, remember when I would mispronounce like everybody's name when they would come on the podcast for the first season? There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cats that interrupt things too. Cat butts, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they like to jump up. Mollies. In. The occasional ouch where one of them stabs you. That happens quite a bit. That's more like Peter's. That's Peter's thing because he's a big chunky cat naturally because he's a Russian blue and he just like wants attention. So he reaches his paws up and like scratches you. And I'm just like, really, dude? Really? Anyways, well, so how's your summer gone? So far, so good. Honestly, it's been, it's been really busy, but it's been great. Um, Some things, I mean, obviously when my, my summer first started, I was on my way to go pet sit for the family I've been watching for almost five years now and Roe versus Wade was overturned. Um, I was in the car and I was on my way to go pet sit and I heard it on the radio and I was just like, what? I was not expecting that. Um, I mean, like I was, I was praying for it, but you just, you just can't call it until you know, you know, there were a lot of people who were really confident in it. Um, and I was just like, I just, I, I pray that we're all, that we're going to make it, but I just can't make any calls yet until I know for sure. And sure enough, we won. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That was big news. Big news. When uh, you did your last podcast with Timory, yeah, um, it was right around the time like they, it was one of those situations where every week it was like, this is the week they're going to announce it. So we mm-hmm. were sort of hoping we were going to have enough episodes at, for the last season to actually cover it. And then, you know, like literally right when we put the last one out, it, it's announced. And I think you went live on Instagram and talked about it. Yeah, but, yeah, I went live know. on Instagram to like announce it and be like, oh, my gosh, you guys. And then I also did a YouTube live actually um, to thank God for it. And I did a little like divine mercy chaplet and read a little scripture for people. And it was really good. And now we just have to watch state to state and see who <laughs> allows it and doesn't what the rules will be, which are un- unfolding constantly. Like I think as, as the date we're recording this, I think Kansas just um, added in some new, some new um, protections for people that want to get abortions, but like state to state, it's all sort of shifting right now. Yeah. I know like Texas banned it, Florida's banned it. There's been a few. Um, And then there's other ones like Illinois, unfortunately, where we're just like abortion on demand for everybody. And I'm just like, no, that's not, mm, that's not it. But we have our mayor to thank for that and our governor. So 
right? Yay. Oh, we love them. <laughs> so you also um, went out to Colorado this summer. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. So that was my first time flying ever. Um, and I did it on my own. And basically, I flew out from O'Hare Airport to Denver, Colorado Airport. Um, that airport is huge, might I add. I had to take a whole train to get my luggage. <laughs> and then um, I got picked up from there from Anthony and Mary and then um, got dropped off at my hotel room got picked up later uh, to go meet some friends and kind of mingle with everyone. And that was for Soka. So um, Souls of the Apostolate, um, Christian Apostolate. And that was really fun. I finally got to meet some awesome online friends. I got to meet a bunch of you guys who listen to my podcast and are um, following me on social media. It's really awesome being able to just meet people in person um, and not just see them as like a number on your social media because then I actually get to like know everybody and I actually made some really great friends. Um, you know, Alex and a couple other people there, she's just the sweetest person ever. And, um, I'm really happy to have gone. I did my talk there. Um, it was about my own conversion story and how traditionalism really played a role into my conversion and, uh, growth into my faith. And I got to talk and have dinner with Bishop Strickland. I got to talk and have dinner with father Nolan and, um, a bunch of other just really amazing people. That's cool. It was really you know, fun. The, uh, the Denver airport is one of the most expensive airports ever built. Is and that because of all of the, uh, all, all of the conspiracy theories? Yeah. Yeah. That there may be some underground base there. They say Ooh. way the enormous, the enormity of the construction of that was they believe concealing something. So you never know because really? it's definitely an interesting airport for sure. And you way out that there on one of your podcast episodes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Denver an airport, airport the whole episode sounds boring, but <laughs> I mean, people might like Denver airport conspiracy theory. You put you slap the word conspiracy theory on anything and people like they'll just watch it. You also when you were out there, you also went to uh, Chapel on the Rock, which is one of my favorite little places to go. Tell that everyone was about so that. fun. Yeah, my manager, Anthony, took me out to Chapel on the Rock, and um, we got coffee there, too. And the Chapel on the Rock is really historic. It's beautiful. Um, it's definitely a touristy destination. And Anthony and I hit it just right, where we basically had the entire place to ourselves. Um, it was really great. And it was just so beautiful. The stone was so earthy. Like, like the I don't really know how to explain it, but the church just fits in with the nature around it. Like it's not out of place. Um, it, it fits perfectly right in. And I guess there was this huge mudslide um, that washed away the area where, you know, uh, St. Pope John Paul II walked and everything was wiped out around the church, except for the church itself, completely preserved. And that was just amazing. And getting to see like one of my favorite popes, you know, where he went and said mass and he walked up the, you know, the station to the cross. It was just a really cool experience being able to do that. And of course, Anthony and I got an iced coffee and, you know, we just kind of sat and enjoyed the view. It was, it was really cool. I think that church is a little over a hundred years old, right? Oh yeah, easily. Um, I actually got some some postcards and I sent them back to my family and stuff. And when I got home was when the postcards actually came for everybody. So I was just like, darn, I beat the postcards home. Yeah, it's a cute, it's a cute little uh, 
And I posted pictures on my Instagram too, for those who wanted to see what it looks like. You also went to the Columbine Memorial. Tell oh, me about that. Oh, that was so sad. That was so sad. Anthony and I were just like, we were really sad because that's basically one of the main places where, you know, shootings started, you know, school shootings began. Um, it's kind that of- was before you were even born, but it really was the first, the first real school mass shooting. It was a few, actually, I think it was a few months after I was born. Was it not 1999? Okay. I can't ever remember. But I don't remember. Close. Yeah, but. Um, you don't remember it. <laughs> no, I remember 9-11 though. Um, but I do know that when we were going around just looking at everything. Oh, it happened on April 20th, 1999. So I was about. I was about like 18 days old. No, sorry. I was like 10 days old, whatever. Um, But when we were walking around and reading all the plaques, it was just very sad to see. Um, But a lot of the plaques, what they ended up saying was like, God has not abandoned us. Like we are stronger in our faith now than we ever have been before. And I just think that was really telling that, you know, even in the midst of such a tragic, you know, uh, a life-changing problem, accident, um, or attack, I guess you could say, really, uh, they still really clung to their faith and they clung to God. And um, that was just really cool to see how years later, I mean, 20 something years later, 23 years later, um, it's still impacting people and the people still travel all over the world to see that memorial. When you went there, you were just, uh, you went there a few weeks removed from when the Texas school shooting happened. So yeah, Yeah, that was rough too. definitely still keeping all those people in my prayers and we definitely do have a shooting problem and um obviously i don't blame the guns you know that i i shoot for protection and um i'm very trained and skilled in you know uh gun ownership and stuff but the main thing is is it's like these poor kids i mean what they're going through and, and there's no fathers in the house divorce rates are really high depression anxiety rates are really high i'm not saying that everything has to do with that um but i do think that is a huge key factor you know drugs alcohol abuse um bullying it's just we live in a very broken society and so um, it's very sad to see it takes a certain kind of psychopathic mind to want to kill children correct especially if you're a kid yourself um i mean especially if you're a kid yourself and you have that that's with the columbine kids you know that was a high school so was it it? i thought it was middle school no you're right it's high school and it's uh, high schoolers killing high schoolers but to have a young adult go kill elementary school kids or even like sandy hook where it was a kindergarten that's the mind of a madman right there that you can you know shoot a little kid is just madness like that's there's just that's the devil right there i think like that's Mm -hmm. a different kind of mind that does that because you don't even see the innocence in a child you know he didn't bully you you know (laughs) like no for sure and if i'm correct they were all in 12th grade which is sophomores Sophomores are ruthless in general, you know, like um, we all pick on each other. We're all trying to figure out where we belong in the world, but I agree. I mean, violent video games were just coming out around that time and uh, a lot of problems. And I definitely do think that spiritual warfare has a huge, huge part in that. I mean, 
Um, we don't know what these kids were really into. There could have, they could have opened doors ways to the demonic. Um, and they could have had some kind of influence from that side, of course. I think it would be, I don't think there's any reason, I should put it this way. I don't think anything that evil does not have the devil involved in it. You know, he's always involved in something that evil. Yeah. And 12th graders are seniors. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sophomores Wait, are 10th graders. What? Oh, well, I skipped two grades, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I graduated high school at 16. I don't know anything. So <laughs> I Wow. Yeah, okay. and a much much different situation probably with the guys from Columbine with than maybe what the other school shooters were like. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always like that shooting we actually had in Chicago over the Fourth of July. Um, you know, there are they're on. Well, they're not on, but they've had like criminal records. They've been bailed out this or that they should be on the FBI list or they have been in the FBI, haven't done anything about it. Um, and then the FBI go and raid, you know, Trump's home instead. At Columbine, so, they, they brought, um, did you see the part where they brought the, um, the propane tanks into the cafeteria? Mm -mm, no, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, they were actually trying to blow up part of the school. They oh. they actually brought propane tanks into the cafeteria and put them under tables and were lighting them and were wanting to shoot them and blow them up, but they were unsuccessful to make them into a bomb. I want to know how they had time to do all this and how nobody noticed. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's just my schools, question. Schools had really lacked security before that. Oh my goodness. I just want to know why though. Like, Obviously, like psychopaths and sociopaths, like I believe it's the sociopaths, they can't really feel specific things, right? I think psychopaths are similar. They can't really feel specific things. They're manipulative, controlling. But what brings a person to that point? Because I don't fully believe that people are born that way. Um, unless, I don't know. It's just very sad. It's, it's like, how does somebody get to that I point? I think from the Columbine perspective, it was they were just their bullying because they let people go that weren't bullies. They would. So many of the survivors that talked about it said, you know, I was hiding under a table and, uh, you know, Dylan says, Hey, you can go. Cause you didn't, you didn't, you know, bully yeah. us. And they went after all the jocks, all the people that they, you know, singled out people that they wanted to get. They weren't just spraying bullets. They wanted to take out certain people. And it's odd that there were two of them. Were they brothers? Do we know if they were brothers? They believe they were just friends so weird friends that had enough i guess right yeah i guess it's, it's but that memorial fun. is really really interesting it's how it's built circular with two concentric circles and i also posted pictures on my instagram for those who want to see yeah yeah so colorado was was pretty cool you weren't there long enough you should have stayed a little bit longer got to I see know. some of the rest of the state it was really pretty i mean I got to go to netherlands which i always it's hilarious to me because it's netter so i always like i'm pronouncing it wrong but Netherlands. Um, and we got to get uh, basically this pizza where you, it has like a honey kind of sauce and it's really good. Had a couple Colorado beers. Um, that was really cool. And uh, yeah, it was really fun overall. I got to see quite a bit of it. Um, didn't really get to get into the mountains too much, but I saw a lot of Denver in general, um, which was really nice. So yeah. 
was also a big year really for your business because we launched the website, mm -hmm. which was very popular. Yeah, that was awesome. The, the website, a, go ahead. I was just going to say you had, you know, some pretty big things that you did surrounding the website, get into, you know, the rosary and the book club and some of the stuff you've announced since, um, since people heard from you last. Yeah, it's been great. So my website, I believe we we launched that like what in in we launched that a couple months ago. It hasn't been very long though. And um there was a process of like trying to figure out how we wanted to look and everything and once we had the website set up, uh we started launching my you know, limited edition religious hippie rosaries, which were made by Sailor Sable. She handmade every single one of the rosaries. There were only 25 um, and they sold out in two hours. It was amazing. You guys are so amazing. And I really do appreciate the support um, because it is not free to, you know, run all these things. Um, Zoom costs a lot of money. The newsletter costs a lot of money. Um, being able to spread my ministry is very important to me so I can bring Catholicism to other people. And um, so you guys make that a reality for me, which I'm really appreciative of. And you guys are always in my prayers. And then in October, which is next month, we are launching the book club. Our first book is the Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I thought that was a great book to kind of start us off on because um, it's, it's, a it's a little book. It's a very small book but it's very dense. There's a lot of good conversation that we could have about that book. Um, there's a lot of parallels in our own lives that we can see. And I just think it's a great conversation starter. So I wanted that as our first book. Also because it's Halloween, you know, kind of thing, hollow tide um, coming up. And so I figured that would be a good little, you know, fall book. And it's just been really great, honestly. And the, the, book, the book club's interesting because people will actually get to I think right now people the really the only way they interact with you is they listen to you or they see you on social media but yeah. with this book club you are in the zoom room with them communicating with them mm -hmm. and uh, it's a much different way for your fans to connect with you than what's been available so far which i love because i definitely love doing that um because like on instagram lives and youtube lives they can like send me messages you know on the live but i don't get to see their faces you know i don't get to see your guys's like you know, or I don't get to hear your guys's voice. Um, and so this is going to be like a really personal way to, to really get to know you guys on my end and, and uh, really connect with you guys, which I'm very excited for. Um, that's definitely something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And this book club is one of those ways that I'm finally able to do that. Yeah. Well, the website was definitely an enormous uh, success. It definitely reached people in a different way. And I think there'll be a lot of exclusive content going to it in the future. Yes. Um, I'm so excited. We're working on behind the scenes on a lot of stuff for exclusive content. And I'm just, you guys are going to love this. I'm so excited for it. The rosary, you know, I kind of knew about it well before anyone else knew about it. And then to see it sell out in two hours was, was pretty amazing. Do you think you'd ever do anything like that again? Oh yeah. I mean, people, people sent me emails saying how much they loved it. They had pictures of it. Um, and in each, in each rosary, I sent them a personal note saying, thank you so much, you know? Um, and it just means a lot to me that these people are as invested in saving souls as I am, because this is truly what I want to do with my ministry is, is save souls and help rebuild churches and things. And so through donations and buying the rosaries, uh, that's becoming more of a reality. And 
I would definitely do it again. I mean, maybe yearly or maybe even like a chaplet or something like, you know, getting more exclusive content out there, um, getting more like having more people have the opportunity to, to buy exclusive content that, you know, maybe didn't get a rosary last time. Um, you know, it's all kind of like trial and error and we're working out the kinks as we go. My business and ministry is still very new. <laughs> so um, we're kind of going through some trial runs. So your patients are very appreciated as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's been great so far. I, I've really been enjoying it. And through my website, you can keep up to date with what I'm doing. And we also have a newsletter that goes out almost every month um, that uh, kind of talks about what the newest stuff is coming out. We tease different things. So you guys stay on top of what I'm doing. Um, so definitely go sign up for that too. Yeah, I think this season for your new podcast, we're going to do a few episodes that will be video podcasts. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. Not That's all of them, really but fun. some of them, some limited ones that will people will see on YouTube and potentially maybe even on Spotify. We might put the video podcast on Spotify. Yeah, we'll see how that works, but I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be really good. And, uh, oh, and me and my best friend, Chloe, we started um, a little series that I hope you guys will like. It's called Girl Talk. Um, and it's specifically for girls, but honestly, I think the guys will actually enjoy it quite a bit too. If you guys have a girlfriend who's hard to understand, maybe this is the podcast for you. Um, but basically it's just going to be a little mini series of me and Chloe, you know, discussing topics that girls are interested in. I got a lot of emails over, uh, my vacation or my break from the podcast. Uh, a lot of young girls are asking me, like, I really need like, you know, girl advice. And I, I don't know how to really give that to them because personally, I'm not super girly, but Chloe really is. And so you get both sides, you know, you get the tomboy side, which is my side. And then you get the feminine, really girly side, which is Chloe's side. And we complement each other so well. And so it just seemed natural to kind of start a mini series um, on girl talk and discuss topics that these girls are really asking for. Um, and again, it's not just exclusive to girls. I really think guys could benefit from it as well. Um, but I just think that's that's really going to be helpful for girls. So stay tuned for those. I'm excited for those. Yeah, I think we have one of those coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, great. So I think you have a lot of good guests lined up for this year. A lot of new interviews, a lot of episodes for this this next season. I'm so excited for this. You think we'll see Sadie Robertson on the show this year? Mm, tease it, tease it. Maybe. <laughs> I'm excited though. You guys might. I can't say anything for sure, but you guys might. Uh, we definitely have a lot of uh, big name people coming on this, this season. So I'm very excited for that. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's just going to be a great, a great season. I think the last two seasons... Um, I was just trying to figure out, you know, what kind of podcast I really wanted to do. I was trying to balance out, okay, do I want to do more guests kind of, or do I want to do solo podcasts? And, you know, season three is really where I'm coming into my niche here. You know, like I'm really starting to figure it out and uh, becoming more comfortable with it. And so it's going to be, it's going to be a great season. Well, good. Do you have anything else you want to cover? Is everyone up to speed on your summer now? I don't know. I guess that's basically what my summer was like. Um, you know, next, uh, the week, two weeks, two weeks, yeah, next week after this podcast comes out, I'm going down to Steubenville to be on Matt Frad's podcast. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. 
And then um, just like a lot of great stuff coming up. Honestly, I'm very blessed to have gotten to where I am today. And it's all in God's hands. You know, I'm still in school. So that's a big time consumer. Um, and uh, I study graphic design for those who don't know. Um, I study at Liberty University, but I do the online version just because that's a little bit easier right now with everything that I do. It's 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 a lot. Uh and so that's been really good, though. You know, I'm, I'm almost done and I'm very excited to just. It's a really interesting degree for you to pursue because you're so terrible at it. I know. <laughs> did, did you know that? Oh, my gosh. I love that you know that. Oh, wait. No, I've told you that like a million times. Of course, you know that. I've literally called Todd. I'm like, I suck at this. Why am I doing this? Um, you're so far in. You might as well get the degree at this point. <laughs> I, I should have just gotten general education or whatever that is. I forget what that's called. You know, like the basic degree. So anyone out there that needs a logo design, do not go to Amber. Mm -mm, you need not. some spiritual religious advice, go to Amber. If you need a logo, <laughs> find find professional. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> at this point, I think I'm just going to be like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to suck at it. And I think my teachers at this point just kind of understand that. They're just like, she's not that great, but she tries. So We're just so passing her through at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly. It's been a, it's been a journey. The amount of times I've screamed at my computer and I've wanted to throw it out the window, but it's like really expensive. So can't do that. Well, we'll have uh, our normal Q and A's and things throughout the season. So tell everyone how they can leave you a voice message or email you and, you know, get their, uh, get their question in for the year. Yeah. So if you guys want to be on my Q and A episodes, you can go to anchor.com what is it anchor.fm forward slash the religious hippie and you can uh scroll down and there's a message icon you can press that and you can leave a voice message for me and you can be featured on the podcast you can either say your name or you can leave it anonymous totally up to you um you can also send me emails at the religious with your questions um you can also usually i'll put up a questionnaire on my instagram too and you guys can you know, follow me on there and stay up to date with that. Other than that, you can also find me on YouTube. Um, you can, obviously you're listening to my podcast. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And uh, yeah, am I, am I missing anything? No, That's go it. to the website, sign up for the newsletter if you want to get yeah. it. Also, there's a separate sign up form for uh, the book club if you're interested in, uh, in joining that too. Yeah, that way you won't miss any of the emails. And um, that way you can, you know, hop in a Zoom room with me and we can discuss books if that's what you're into. But not only will this season of the podcast be exciting and, and a little bit different than uh, previous seasons, but a lot of uh, top secret big things coming uh, in the, what I like to call the religious hippie empire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot of surprise announcements coming in the next The queen of the Midwest. <laughs> so definitely, uh, definitely be following uh, Amber's social media to see all the surprises in store. Yeah, it's going to be really fun, you guys. I'm really excited for this year. And um, we're in the third quarter right now. And I'm excited to see where it goes at the end of the third quarter, my bad. But yeah, well, thank you so much, Todd, for coming on and doing this welcome back episode with me. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. I mean, I'm here pretty much every episode anyways. <laughs> I know, but you don't always talk. Hidden so in like... the background. Yeah, we got to thank you publicly for talking publicly. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But with all of that being said, I can't wait to show you guys what is coming up. So again, sign up for my newsletter on my website and my book club if you're interested in doing that. And I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to A Catholic's Perspective with me, The Religious Hippie. Make sure to visit my official website at thereligioushippie.com, and while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter to keep up to date with my latest news and offerings. You can also find me on virtually any social media site as The Religious Hippie. Thanks for listening! A quest is a search for something, and every week the Quest podcast will show you how we know what we know through interviews with people that have incredible stories of dedication and perseverance. I'm your host, Todd Fisher. Join me in this thought-provoking and inspiring podcast of discovery. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please be sure to rate and review this episode. This podcast is produced by Todd Fisher and Anthony Smith and is distributed by Metacortex Publishing. This podcast is copyright. Any previously trademarked or copyright content is used by permission. Information and opinions stated in this podcast should not be construed as medical advice. Please be sure and visit the official website for Metacortex Publishing at metacortexpublishing.com or find us on social media for other unique content.